Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday again, tell everybody to lock in, grab some popcorn, a drink, and go and throw your AirPods in. It's the one-hour show, constantly speaking facts. Bulletproof stats are always shooting from Matt. And when it comes to Kyle, you getting numbers and style. Jake is going to educate you, he has that knowledge on fire. Players, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy. Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby. Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform. Breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards. No hot takes, this is where the hottest debate's at. Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for straight facts. What's going on, yo? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates, entertains, brought to you by the Up On Game Presents Network. Season three, y'all. We're here. Season three. I need a little round of applause for that because it's highly anticipated season, highly anticipated episode. We are so excited to be back in studio here at Brownstone Media in Potsdam. My guys, Jake Galley and Stat Matt Robinson, as always. But, y'all, we had to kick off this season. We had to kick off the season with a big episode, man. We had to come in hot. For season one. And so we brought in a special guest today, co-creator, co-founder of Up On Game Presents Network, also former pro bowler in the NFL, former number two overall draft pick from the Penn State University, Mr. LeVar Arrington, as you see on the TV screen, man. LeVar, thanks for joining us today, man. We 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 excited to have you. We excited you with the facts, man. Come on, man. Straight facts, baby. Straight facts, man. It's been a long 
It's been a long time coming, man. A lot of people have been talking about, like, man, when LeVar is going to be on the podcast, were you guys going to get LeVar on? I said, man, head honcho is busy, but I promise we're going to get him on to talk some facts. And here you are, man. You kept your word. I yeah. appreciate you keeping your word like that. Come on, man. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm never too busy for, for one of the squad. So yes. we're good. We're good. We appreciate you. See how they treat us, man? You see how they treat us over there? That's good people, man. We like that. But let's, let's get started, man, because not only are we anticipating season three, but we're anticipating the NFL season, man. It is You go through a long, grueling summer, the dog days. We talk about it pretty much every episode of the offseason. So really quick before we get into it, man, give the people out there some perspective, LeVar. Like, how is it coming into the NFL season as a player, like we know as fans, we're chomping at the bit all summer to get on the field and get ready. So what's that preparation process like? Where's your mental at when you're coming into the season? Tell us tell us people about that. I mean, at this point, you're excited to get the season underway. You've you've done training camp. You've done the mini camps. You've done the offseason. You know, some guys had to get through contract situations, whatever it may be. It's just time to play football. That's that's what's super exciting to the players is once you get to this point in the year, coming out of training camp and and coming out of preseason, the the focus now becomes you're playing against other teams, the games count now, and you get to do something that you love and and get paid to do it. It becomes your profession, but it should also in a lot of ways be your obsession. So, I mean, the preparation, I mean, it's, that's a lot. You know what I mean? You get up, you work out. Some people work out twice a day. Some guys work out three times a day. Um, Where were you at? Where, you were two a day, you was three a day. Where were you at? It depended. It depended. <laughs> Sometimes it was zero times a day. Sometimes it was one <laughs> time a day. Sometimes it was two times a day, and sometimes it was three times a day. It just mm-hmm. it depended on what time of the year it was. Sometimes you got to give your, your body a break. Get your body a rest. Get your right. mind a rest. You know, I, I, I was it's funny when I retired, I, I recalled I just I realized I hadn't slept since I started playing ball. So literally from mm. pretty much high school until I retired, I didn't sleep. And it's like you get sleep, but you don't That's sleep. Beautiful. You don't right. sleep. So um, the only time you might get a, a decent opportunity to kind of get good rest is in the off season. So every once in a while, you know, I was a three a day or more, more or less, probably a two a day or um, did, did conditioning once a day, maybe strength and conditioning once a day. And then mm-hmm. did like more skill work, more specified work as to what my position was um, during the course of the day too. Well, LeVar, you mentioned losing sleep. And I got to thank the team that we have on the docket first to talk about the Indianapolis Colts with the way last season ended. Oh, nightmares. They have to have lost some sleep about losing that one to the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. Now they have a chance week one. They have not won eight straight season openers. I think that's the third longest streak in NFL history. They open week one at the Texans. Do you view that as like a must win game? That's a cupcake game, like that. That's <laughs> it's, a, it's a you should it's a game. it's a you should win the game game, right? And and so, but here's the thing: they got a new head coach. 
they 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 played some decent football towards the end of, of the year. They they played some inspired football. Lovey Smith, who knows if if the results that he gets from that change of culture resonate, right? So there's a lot of unknowns about the Texans right now. So I would say this is I don't think it's a must win game, but it's certainly a trap game. It's one of those games where it's like you should win this game against the Houston Texans. You should snap that losing streak that you guys have had. But it's not I don't think it's going to be as simple or as easy as it may sound when you say the Houston Texans. Especially no, sure. cuz they're on the road. They're on the road to play them. In Houston, there, there's there's some landmines over there in Houston that if you're not careful, you definitely get tripped up and blown up. And that, and it's perfect that Jake asked that question about the Colts because that starts our first segment of teams who need a win in Week One. And it's funny you asked like, is that a must win for the Colts? Because they there there's this when you talk about the way they ended last season. I know their quarterback is different, so maybe addition by subtraction there. But that's like a that's an ugly feeling. That's an icky feeling that you must get rid of to start the season. And to me, not just like beating the Texans, but like soundly beating the Texans, almost blowing the Texans out. Like get all that stink off of you. Get that all out of your back. Make no one remember how you ended last season because in the public's eye, the Texans aren't far away from the Jaguars. So like if you – don't beat the Texans or you barely beat them scraped by by a field goal. To me, that doesn't that doesn't get rid of the thought of the Jaguars last season. To me, that keeps it in everybody's mind. But Stat Matt, yeah. Matt Ryan's your boy. Matt, Matt, Ryan's, Matt, Matt Ryan's your boy. So like so talk I, about I, it now. I really I really think the Colts are gonna view this game as a I'm so angry about how last season ended. All the vets from last year they better. are just gonna come out guns blazing. And I really think this is a game you have to make a statement. You have to have like a big like pick six touchdown or strip sack on Davis Mills. You have to dominate the game. And it doesn't have to be like you don't have to win by like 50 points. You just have to – when people watch the game, they have to, oh, the Colts dominated. And speaking to my Matt Ryan, uh, love. It's uh, love. Yeah, love. It's love. Uh, I, I really think he's the perfect guy to replace Carson Wentz. Because he is a stable, smart, capable quarterback who will know his role. At this end part of his career, he's honestly just middle of the pack. But you can count on him to make the smart throws. They went 11-5 with Philip Rivers two years ago. I think they can do the same thing with Matt Ryan this year. But you said you said the Colts went through what they went through and should be pissed off because they lost to the Jaguars to, to miss the playoffs. But what about the Texans? Shouldn't they? I would assume the Texans should be more pissed off than the Colts. I mean, they got treated like a raggedy stepchild by, by Deshaun Watson. They just had to pay out 30 lawsuit, uh, you know, settlements and stuff like that. Like, they've been embarrassed. Like, you're talking about the embarrassment of losing a game to Jacksonville to get into the playoffs is one thing. The embarrassment of what they've gone through after they paid that man at their quarterback's position, all that money, what what Bill O'Brien did to that roster by getting rid of all those guys before he left, before he was gotten rid of. I, I would say if we're looking at the odds of who's going to come out more pissed off and ready to ball, I got to go with the Texans on it. They're at home. 
it's hard. I don't care how bad the team is. It's hard to win on the road in your, in week one. That's that's a that's a difficult proposition in week one. So even a good team going into a, a, a game perceivably against a team that isn't as superior as them, there's still a lot of elements at play for the Texans to give a showing that would be inspiring enough to pull the win off. I wouldn't be shocked if the Texans were able to pull this game out. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be terribly shocked. I, I wouldn't be shocked either. I was more saying that's how the Colts have to approach the game. I'm, so, like, after getting embarrassed by Jacksonville, if they want to prove themselves as a contender in a really stacked AFC, they have to come out like that. Whether they do or not is another question. And I'm not saying the Texans won't either. But the talent gap is there, at least on paper. The talent gap is there on paper. And, and for what it's worth – you guys are asking, is it a must-win? They don't have an easy schedule, right? Like, if you look at mm-hmm. what they have to go through in order to have a successful year, it's not the easiest of of schedules. They they have the Texans. They have the Jaguars. That's not bad. Those are two games that you, in theory, right, you need to get out of the gates quickly, get those two mm-hmm. wins, get two wins under your belt, and then you got the Chiefs. That's a test, right? That's going to be a test. That's one of them step-up games. Then you got the Titans. That's a step-up game, and it's a divisional opponent, right? That's probably the team that you're looking at to win that division if it's not the Colts. So now you're talking about a two, two winning, two, two games you should win, maybe two games you should either split or you should lose. So you come out of that, right? You come out of that, and then you got the Broncos and the Jaguars and then the Texans again. So that's a that's a rough two game stint again, but you get one where it's like, where will Jacksonville be this year? We don't know. So you got to get the dubs you can get when you can get them. So while I won't say it's a must win, I get where you guys are coming from on the premise that they need to win this game for certain if they want to put themselves. Because here's the thing: it's not just about making the playoffs, right? If they just make the playoffs, maybe they're a wild card team. But you're talking about a team. You just talk about the the talent deficit. You're talking about a team in the the Colts that have underachieved with a ton of talent on their roster. Facts. So, facts. Yeah, so so yes, they need to win this game for a lot of reasons um, outside of just getting off to a good start. This is a team that should be competing for the divisional title, and the only way you're going to do that is if you're beating divisional opponents. And, and, and out the gate quickly. That's a, that's a great point gate. you made. I also, I also, also want to see. I personally just want to see something from Matt Ryan because we of all the bad that Carson Wentz did last year, and I'm I, I can't excuse Week 18. That's just hilarious that he he went and threw up a dud in Jacksonville. But we talked about his numbers a lot: 27 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. I got to see Matt Ryan hit that threshold or more. And if, and if we're talking about improving the quarterback position. I'm like, do you realistically see Matt Ryan going better than twenty-seven and seven on like sixty-four percent completion for four thousand yards? Do you do you realistically see that? I think he can get there, and honestly, I don't think like yes, their offense was good, and and I don't know if you could say borderline elite. I don't know if the numbers up in front of me exactly, but like they have Jonathan Taylor, one of the number one playmakers in the league. All Matt Ryan has to do is be average. 
Be yeah. a game. Oh, we're really great at that. We're great, great well, at that. Because seriously, they have a elite defense led by Shaq Leonard, and like all you have to do, turn around, hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor 20, 25s a game, times a game. I, I don't know. Matt Ryan they can do receivers. that. They got receivers. They yeah, got Pittman too. Pittman too. Pittman too. They got guys. They got talent, and and I agree though. When you have a running back as as elite as Jonathan Taylor is, it just it keeps defenses honest. If you try to sit back and play Matt Ryan against the run, you're you're going to have to deal with, you know, you're going to have to deal with him being able to get get the ball to guys in those those open spaces of the defense. So when you got to play the run first in a pass first, you know, league anymore. That there's something to be said about that. There's a tremendous value, and and they got a decent offensive line as well. So if they can stay healthy, and and they can do the things that they're supposed to do, um, you're again you're looking at this team as possibly a, a competitor in 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 they the playoffs. Be. In the playoffs, they, they, not, not yeah. in the season. A competitor in the playoffs. What's in the theory. ceiling for the Colts then for you? The ceiling is an AFC Championship berth. I mean, I wouldn't say that's the ceiling. I, I I would probably say for this team, just knowing how loaded the AFC is, the ceiling would be divisional round. I don't see them making it to the championship round, um, but it's possible. It's possible. So I, I would say the ceiling is – Getting a divisional title, getting into the playoffs, um, and possibly getting out of that first round of the playoffs. But I don't, I don't see. I, I think that that's the glass ceiling. I think they hit a hard ceiling after that. That's true. That's true. All right. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to move on to our next team. Speaking of teams who have to prove that last year wasn't a fluke, but from the other end, the team that represented the AFC in the Super Bowl last year, the Cincinnati Bengals, led by Joe Burrow going into his third year, had a, a tremendous second year last year. We know comeback player of the year. We know what he did last year. They start week one against the Steelers, won both games against the Steelers last year, 24 to 10, and then 41 to 10, blew them out the second time. Um, but, you know, the Steelers have been able to hold, hold Joe Burrow in check despite of that. Um, holding him to under 200 passing yards in each game, only allowed two touchdown passes over those two games. So just because the Bengals went out and beat the Steelers doesn't mean Joe Burrow was the reason. We have a new-look Steelers team. We have a new quarterback over there in Pittsburgh. A lot of people are kind of looking for the Steelers to kind of turn it around, led by Mike Tomlin and company. So I'm glad we put the Bengals on here because a certain one, again, stat Matt, was saying that that might have been outperforming themselves Last year for the bank. Well, go ahead, Matt. Let me, let me hear what this you got to say. I love this. I love okay. this. I, I love this. So the outperforming was more their postseason performances. They almost lost to the Raiders, who I'm not high on. We'll get to that later in the show. Um, Don't collapse on yourself now. Um, they, Tennessee lost to the Bengals more than the Bengals beat them. Props. They burrowed outside a million times. They still found a way to win because Tannehill had a really horrible game. And... They had a really impressive defensive performance against Kansas City. I can't take anything away from them. And then they almost won the Super Bowl. But to me, it's a team that is a good team, like an 11-6 and six team that isn't like, – there's a reason why they're not the AFC favorites because, because the NFL playoffs are a kind of up, like random event. Um, and it's like, great if you win, but like the best team doesn't always win. And I was partial to the Chiefs and uh, Bills last year. And no, not taking anything away from Cincy, but I just think they're the third. If you're just doing a, like a ranking, like if these teams are going to play each other 10 times, I'd say that like the Bengals are the third best of those three. But I still think Ooh. they're the best. Um, well, them and the Ravens are the best team in the AFC North. Wow. You you know, I tend to look at this Bengals team as a a team that found its way as the season progressed. Mm -hmm. When you can do what they were able to do, and you got to keep in mind, they did that against Kansas City 
twice in less than like I don't I want to say like what less than a month. It was like in three weeks yeah, time. Three weeks span, yeah. They did them boys the same exact way in the second half both times. You don't do that by accident, right? So that's talking about their defense. And you, you would assume their defense is going to be better this year. But then when you talk about their backfield with Mixon and, and their, their receiving core with, with – uh, with, with uh, who's my guy? What's my guy's name to receive? Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, uh, right. T. Higgins, Boyd. Uh, it, it just, to me, to me, do they have Boyd? Yeah, they still have Tyler Boyd. Yep. Uh-huh. They're, lo- they're loaded. Yeah. They're loaded. That's how they got there last year. They're loaded. And their, their defense showed up when it needed to show up. Their offense is loaded. Joe Burrow is is one of the next dudes to get a fire ass contract. Yeah, he's yeah, he not get his bag. He's not going in in the opposite direction the way he went in last year. He's like one of them dudes. Now I will agree with you on this one, um, Matt. Is that is that you know when you look at when you look at who they are and what they have historically been, they've been very competitive. And they've had a ton of receivers, right? From TJ to to Chad to, to right. it, you know, I mean, you name it, right? Like you know, Henry was a part AJ of that Green. that team. Uh, AJ Green was a part of that uh-huh. team. I mean, they've had receivers, like a lot of receivers in Cincy. They just never was able to get over that hump of winning a game with Marvin Lewis in the first round of the playoffs. So now you get out of the first round of the playoffs. Not only do you get out of the first round of the playoffs, but you take it all the way to the last game. I think there's something that happens to you as a team when you keep relatively everyone together from a championship run. I don't see them slowing down. And I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Mm -hmm. They are going to have – their work cut out for them to get a win in week one. Now, I, I think the I think the game is is it in Pittsburgh or is it in Pittsburgh? It is in Cincy. It's in Cincy. Yeah, they ain't winning that. That's they not, not winning that. <laughs> you you got no faith in your Steelers boys, man. Go on the road it's and not, it, get it's one. not a it's not about the faith. I think they'll be a better team. I think they'll be a much improved no team. I think no there's faith. some there's some serious question marks surrounding the offensive line. You know, uh, what's my guy? Najee is is dealing with the 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 injury, the foot injury deal. Trubisky has questions surrounding him. He played well last year in spot duty in Buffalo, but there's question marks surrounding what he's going to do. If you go to the rookie, there's question marks, and does he have enough experience to come in and make a difference? I mean, there's just. There are a lot of question marks surrounding this Steelers team, and the biggest question marks are at quarterback and line, offensive line. I'm sorry, they don't. I don't think Not that good. they, unless they, sh- unless they show it in this game, going into it, you can't go against the Bengals in this game. True, true. So, but I do want to point something out because we we followed this all last year, and it and it broke our little straight facts algorithm. We couldn't figure okay. it out why. Okay. One of the question marks for the Steelers is not the defense. They returned, in my eyes, the best defensive player in the NFL right now in TJ Watt. Um, and, a, and a very good defensive, defensive player. 
best in the league? That's you saying that with confidence? I, mean, I can say it with a little confidence. Come on, man. The okay. numbers he's putting up, Lester, I mean, he's, he's no lower than two or three. Him, him, or, him or AD, you choose one. Hey, we hey, got him at the week. AD got to be the number one player, dog. AD's like the number one player overall. He ain't just the over, number one player on defense. defense. He's like the number one player overall. I mean, I was, I was trying to give your Steelers some it love. Was, also, I, you I was going to jump on it. Say, if it's like I'll, the next, like, you know, five, ten years, five years, you can right. say TJ. I was trying to help year. him out. I was trying to give him some confidence about, about his Steelers, man. I was trying. I mean, I like our defense. Bush is back this year. I like mm-hmm. I like the defense. You got Minka back there in the backfield, uh, in mm-hmm. the defensive backfield. I like I like what we got, you know. So, but, so all, all, this, all this to say is that's not one of the question marks of the Steelers team. And a question mark of the Bengals team has been their offensive line. And and mm-hmm. we Matt talked about how many times Joe Burrow got sacked last year. And they they elect to go get Jamar Chase and not Penny Sewell. And everyone's thinking that's gonna come back to Bayern, it's gonna come back to hurt him. And it doesn't. They make the Super Bowl in spite of that. So then you come to the draft this year and you're like, okay, so now they're gonna pick it off as a lineman, right? Like now, now they're gonna go get one. They draft a safety, then a cornerback, then a defensive lineman. Like they they again. Don't go get an offensive lineman. I mean, so maybe you know what you make the Super Bowl and your quarterback gets sacked fifty sometimes. Maybe you start to believe, hey, we don't need an offensive. And lineman. and that's and that's my question. But that's why I think we won the Super Bowl. But they did they improve did the offensive line this this offseason. They, I mean, they, they brought in Lyle Collins. They didn't mm-hmm. they draft a guy. Then they draft a guy. Wait. I mean, they got a decent little offensive line, man. Maybe maybe they brought somebody in on on free agency. I'm 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 kind of I'm a tad bit rusty on on the details of it, but I know they brought in Lyle and uh, and free agency from Dallas. They 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 did some they did some things to to solidify that that offensive line being better than what it was um, this past year. Because you think about it, if they were able to do those things with him getting sacked and being under duress as much as, as he was, you got to assume that they're going to be that much better coming into this season, you know, based off of having a better offensive line to, to protect Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. They also got your Alex Kappa, James, from the Bucks to shore up the offensive line as yeah, well. Yeah, way, 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 way to make that hurt. Huh? Wait, so way, to, way to make that hurt. Well, way, way to, way straight to really facts, man. What can I do? Straight yeah, because offense a lot of struggling now. Straight, straight facts. But I mean, that's a it's a great test for the Bengals, right? It's a great test to see if it's going to be the same, if it's going to improve. Because if if you keep Joe Burrow upright for those however many times he got, yeah, if, how, how many times he got sacked last year, and he's able to to make more plays with that, like yeah. that that's going to be. An absolute problem. So it's it's really incumbent on what the Bengals can do week one. The only team to win a Super Bowl with a really below average offensive line in recent history is the 08 Steelers. Roethlisberger got sacked that entire season, but they got kind of a favorable draw in the playoffs by playing the Chargers. And then um, another Ravens sacked them a bunch of the AFC title game, but they still won. But it was rookie Flacco. And then a Cardinals team with like a really young pass rush. But it's it's really hard to win without a passable offensive line. We'll see if that happens for the Bengals this year. But for week one, like TJ Watt could have four sacks and the Bengals could win by fourteen. Like that's, that's and what is and what is and what is that that leaves our brains 
continued to be in a pretzel. Like the, you hey, know but I mean? don't Which, trip. The receiving core for Pittsburgh is fly too, though. Mm-hmm. They got they got mm-hmm. they got a fly group in in Pittsburgh as well. It's just the it's the question marks on the offensive line. That's just that's and and can Trubisky be the quarterback that delivers the ball? I just think that you have less questions going into this game for for Cincinnati than you do for Pittsburgh. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If Joe Burrow puts up another Joe Burrow versus the Steelers game under 200 yards, doesn't throw a touchdown pass, that 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 gap closes a lot. Like, you know what I mean? If you're talking about the Steelers having a, you know, a fly receiving core, having a great defense, maybe not great, but having a good defense, having a solid defense, something you're, you're confident in. If he throws up another one of those games, I'm not sure the Bengals win by 14. They're they're in now they're in, they're deadlocked I mean, in Cincy with the Steelers. The the question that you have to ask yourself is how much better is Trubisky or Kenny Pickett than Ben Roethlisberger was in you know his last year? Because if it's a lot better, mm-hmm. we could be looking at a we could be looking at a team that not only could make the playoffs, but I'll say even win a playoff game. Depend. I don't like to put those expectations on. Are you wh- putting it out in the air? Whether now, whether it's Trubisky <laughs> or or Pickett. I think there has to be some level of expectation, but like they are talented. Pittsburgh is is a team that I won't be sleep, sleeping on this year. I think I was sleeping on them last year. Trubisky's a bad quarterback. Roethlisberger was a bad quarterback last year. It will be roughly the same as Roethlisberger. <laughs> I think he, he he might turn in a little bit better than, than Ben. He can make a little bit more plays than than Ben was able to make last year. Like I, I'm I'm not I'm not crazy. Definitely I'm not mobile guys. More mobile. Like I'm, I'm I'm not crazy confident about Trubisky, but I am confident, more confident in his ability to make plays than Ben Roethlisberger was last year. I mean, there were times where Big Ben was a detriment to the Steelers' offense. <laughs> People were saying like, you got you know Ben Ben's got to go. Ben's got to get out of the Steelers' way. Um and if Trubisky continues to be that, now at least they have somewhat of an insurance policy with Kenny Pickett or perceived insurance policy with Kenny Pickett. But let's let's move to this next team because this next team is very interesting to me at the very least. And I'm sure they're very interesting to the rest of the NFL because of the remaining pieces that are there. And that's the Green Bay Packers. They've won the NFC North three years running now. You hear Aaron Rodgers every time he plays the Vikings or the Bears yelling to the fans, I own you. But it's a different team, right? It's like no Devontae now. And it's a huge disparity. And it's it's something to see if if the Packers are going to start on the front foot. And they start with a division game. And not for nothing, they start with a Vikings team who's always ready to scrap. A Vikings team was always ready to play hard, and a Vikings team that's got weapons at least on the offensive end to stay in the game with a Packers team that may not have enough weapons or and, as many weapons. And a Vikings team that is probably hell bent on supplant, supplanting the Packers, mm-hmm. who've won for you know just the last three years. They've been dominating the division. Uh, this is not to jump you here. This is a huge barometer game for me to take the temperature on the Green Bay Packers. This is a incredibly tough test out of the gate. I know some people kind of roll their eyes at Kirk Cousins, but that's a legit offense. It's a defense that knows Rodgers well. Mm-hmm. I, like if he comes over and, and kind of folds and the offense looks a little anemic, I don't like overreacting to week one. But like this is, to me, a major flagpole game to see where the Packers are at this year. Yeah. I mean, and let's, let's go over Aaron Rodgers numbers was without Devontae Adams. So since 2015, in 11 games throwing 
to, to without Devontae Adams. A passer rating of 112, 2,700 yards, 24 touchdowns, just three interceptions. We know the interceptions are not a problem. Had just four last year in his MVP season, but not blowing anything out of the water. And to, to be fair, in the past when he didn't have Devontae Adams, he still had playmakers there. He still had receivers there. He still had names there. And now you go this year, and your leading receiver is Alan Lazard. Your number one receiver is Alan Lazard. You don't even have MVS anymore, a guy who was known to take the top off the defense. So it's just it begs the question, what kind of Green Bay Packers team are we going to see? And are we going to see a Packers team that now leans on their defense? Because that the defense was very good at stretches last year. Defense was yeah, good. I, 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 really, I, I think really good at stretches last year. So it's sure. now, now it's very um... – you know, or Rashard Gary, excuse me. They they mm. got players. They had players. Um, I anticipate. I anticipate the 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 Packers actually figuring it out and being at really? the top at the top of the NFC. Yeah, because you just can't really? replace the you t- you can't replace the caliber of player. You're talking about a back to back MVP. You can't replace that. Like, is it is it Devonte Adams or is it Aaron Rodgers? Right. Like before Devonte, there was Jordy Nelson. Right. There was Randall Cobb. There there was, you know, Greg Jennings there. You know, there was Greg Jones. Like they're just different, different guys. We didn't know who Greg Jennings was. We didn't know who Greg, Greg Jones was. Right. We didn't we didn't know who we didn't know that they would be as lights out. I think there's something to be said about having a quarterback that is so transcendent of of what of what a quarterback is at the position that they make everybody around them better. So it's like those names that you're, you're given like the Lazards and all those, the, the different guys didn't Watkins go there as well. Isn't yeah, Sandy Watkins there? Is there. And, yeah, and, and not for, not for nothing has already done the Tyreek Hill where he's saying like, I'd go, I'd go Aaron Rodgers over Patrick Mahomes after I spending saw him say the that. last two years. I saw him say that. You gotta say that, but I mean, it's we'll see. I'm gonna see how much that of true I, that is. I do think there's a lot of questions that have to be answered, but this isn't one of those teams where you sit there and say, "I gotta wait and see what's going to happen with with Green Bay." He's lost in Week One. It's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to be a you know a, a mind eraser if Aaron Rodgers and the Packers lose in Week One. Now, I will say this. You don't want to go zero and one against a divisional opponent. You don't want to get behind in week one, but they they took the game. That's 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 the schedule that they have to deal with. And Aaron Rodgers is is like you know he's off them shrooms or or those hallucinogens <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, them psychedelic dips. Um, he came in looking like uh, what's my man off Nick, uh, Nick Cage. Cage off a of, off a of Con Air. I mean, Ew. he threw the hair back with 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 the the white tank top on and and the tight jeans. Yeah, I think he I think he's got something to prove. And when he took that shot at at Devontae and said, "Yeah, my my uh, you mean what did he say? You mean my other Hall of Fame receiver or something to that effect? Or your Hall of mm. Fame, your Hall of Fame quarterback? Whatever it was, Aaron Rodgers took a shot at Devontae Adams, and I just think that. All that dude needs is motivation. Last year was the motivation of the uncertainty that surrounded him with Green Bay. 
That motivated them. The year before, it was they brought in Jordan Love. That motivated mm-hmm. them. This year, it's probably people don't give him a lot, lot of an opportunity because he doesn't have Devontae. That's motivation. I'm not betting against that. I, I feel you. I feel you. Is he that good to turn Alan Lazard into a household name? Right? Yes. That's that's yeah. my biggest question. Yes. That's yes, right. Yes. The greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yes. He snake bit in the playoffs, but as a regular season team, the Packers have been by far the best team in the yeah. NFC over the last three years. They've won 13 games every single season. They're the only team to ever do that three straight seasons and not make a Super Bowl. But we're just talking about week one. Like, I don't, if they lose to Minnesota, like, Minnesota has weird games where they beat teams that are better than them, and mm-hmm. they finish nine and eight. Like, so, like, if they beat, if Minnesota beats them, I'm not going to, like, link. I do think they're slightly worse than last year because of no Devontae, but I don't think it's like- Slightly. But see, that's, but see, that's what makes me laugh. Is because you're not, and I, and I don't mean to jump on you, Stan, Matt, because you're not the only person that does that. But we want to give Aaron Rodgers so much credit that when we, he loses the best receiver in the NFL, you say they're slightly, they're slightly worse. And yeah, but, what but happened to me, with Brady when Gronk got hurt, they got worse. Like in 2013, Brady has worst statistical season. 2013 is one of his worst statistical seasons ever because Hernandez went to jail unexpectedly, and Gronk got hurt, and they didn't have receivers, and his numbers went down. Like the greatest ever have still are bound to the players they're playing with. I'm going to hop off the point because Matt just called Tom Brady the greatest ever and LeVar. Like, that's just that's just a, a rare sighting. That's like a holy grail. You got to just covet that Man, when you get it. it. But but I, I do hear you about Aaron Rodgers because – Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. On your, Mr. On Your Head. Uh, I mean, where you got the Kansas City Chiefs going this year? Like, how far you got them going? Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. 
Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am high on Juju because of, of him going into that offense and not not obviously not repeating or, or being able to have the production that Tyreek Hill had in that offense, but he gives a, a new type of new type of energy and a receiver that Patrick Mahomes hasn't had in a little bit. And I don't see them dropping off, you know, as much. I still have them winning the AFC West. I'm not going to bet against them to win the AFC West. And I would say the expectation for the Chiefs is still AFC Chiefs. You lose the most electrifying receiver in the game right now. Maybe not better than Devontae. Right, okay. But but you guys made the point that uh, I think Matt said – they're they're worse. They're just a little bit worse than what they were the year before. Then you'd have to say that Kansas City is just a little bit worse than what they were the year before, right? And then I on mean, top have, of that, and then on top of that, you got to say that the Raiders got a whole lot better than we'll worse. They didn't one. go worse. They went a whole lot better. We're talking about we'll Green Bay got worse because they lost Devontae. So what does that mean for Kansas City? See, to me, I'm not betting against. Patrick Mahomes, Pat Mahomes. I think they will struggle more this year. We saw defenses catch up to Pat Mahomes last year. He wasn't as as uh, considerate, I'll say, of the ball as he has been in years past. Um, he showed he showed weaknesses last year, and for that, I I'm not going to bet against him. But I think it's going to be a very, very hard road for for Patrick Mahomes and for the Kansas City Chiefs. If they have success this year, it's more so because they've earned it more so than anything else um, because everybody knows who they are now. Everybody knows they're coming. So they would have had to have earned this, this successful year, this year. I would lean more towards Aaron Rodgers knowing how to navigate and do some impactful things with less than what I would trust with Pat Mahomes, just for the simple fact that we're just talking just straight up, um, you know, experience. You know, mm-hmm. this Take is a real vet. So I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, don't, I, hear your I point. don't count them out. I don't count Aaron Rodgers and them out. I, and I don't know if I'm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count them out. But if we're going comparing the the Chiefs' new look to the Packers' new look, I'll take. Juju and Travis Kelsey and company over Alan Lazard, Robert Robert Tunyon coming off an injury and company. 
Like they're still the, the I mean, pieces. That's what Mercedes Lewis. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll, right, I'll give you well, Mercedes. They they still have Dylan. They still have Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones right. And those guys, they're probably both going to get. I mean, with the lack of top end weapons, and I agree with Lavar. Anyone you stick in there with Aaron Rodgers is going to be much better than they were without Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I Lavar. So we're going to jump in. Last week. We all put all of our predictions out on the line for the 2022 season. And now since we're on, we got to hear what you're thinking about uh, for how the season is going to go. So first one we'll do, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Is your most surprising either player or team going into the season? It could be good or bad, but who's about to surprise people this year? I know this isn't a surprise, but it kind of is a surprise. I think, and I went with these guys last year. I think the Ravens are going to be the biggest surprise team this year. And I say that to the to the effect of I'll carry that over into my rookie of the year. I'll carry that into making a legit run for a title. So we could touch that touch on that later. But I think I got the Ravens as as the as that team. A title run. Because yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that the Ravens are going to bounce back. I've heard a lot of people say Lamar himself is, is going to bounce back. But they take that all the, way to a, all the way to a title. Why Why you say that all the way to a title? I got some questions. They got a fire defense. They got a steal in the defensive end from Michigan because he uh-huh. sustained that injury. He'll be, he'll be good to go. The, the, your defensive front. You know, Calais Campbell, Adafi Owe, uh, your linebacking core is fire. I told you I'll touch on on the uh, on the rookie of the year deal in a minute, but their their secondary got really, really good. Like mm-hmm. that Marcus draft Peters pick comes back. That that draft pick at safety is is a that's a goblin. So to me, the Ravens. They had all those injuries last year. They were a snake-bitten team last season. They come back healthy this year, and Lamar is in a contract year, seemingly a contract season. I'm I'm putting my 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 saddle and I'm I'm attaching my wagon to the Ravens. I, I like it. I like it. We I got that purple for on it's... for a reason. That's <laughs> we got. We go. both got purple on. I don't know if it looks purple on on the camera. It looks, it looks blue. Kind of blue. Yeah, it but looks it like you got purple. you repping the Rams. It looks like you repping yeah. the Rams right now. No, I'm from but, Pittsburgh, and my my this is where I'm from, and my elementary school was purple and yellow. So, but it looks blue on the camera, but it is purple. Okay, okay, okay. We, so we, your purple we, shirt we, is really purple. My my purple it's shirt like a is vibrant. I guess it's like a blue. What is that? Yeah. This that Phoenix yeah. full phantoms, Jake. Tell them about this that this <laughs> that this that throwback work. This that six one zero work, man. They, they all really like man. Know about that. Say it again. Old school Colorado Rockies. No, we it's it's the fans. I don't want to rip. I don't want to rip the Rockies. All right, Lavar, we'll go into your your offensive or defensive rookies of the year. We can start with offensive, but who do you think yeah. is going to take away the offensive rookie of the year? You know, I think James Cook is going to take the rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. I think Buffalo is a really really solid team. Obviously, if if I were to say in order. I, I look at Baltimore as a dark horse to be a Super Bowl team, but I would put the Buffalo Bills out a close second as a dark horse to go to the Super Bowl this year. Both are two teams that have well-ran organizations, have put together some really, really strong rosters, and 
and they're they're clicking. Like Josh Allen is is clearly maybe the top quarterback in the league right now outside of the conversation of Pat Mahomes and, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Some people throw Tom Brady in there, but he is certainly an elite quarterback. So when you have an elite quarterback and and you can throw the ball the way that we know you're a uh, Tampa Bay uh, you know, fan boy. <laughs> Just to make sure you don't make my presence known. Um, you know, in the end, in the end, I think that that because of their stability on offense and how good their defense, I think their defense will be even better this year. I think it gives James Cook a real opportunity to have an impact, uh, a tremendous impact on the run game for Buffalo. So I'm gonna go with James Cook. And, and James Cook is is I like that pick because he goes into a running back room that had no alpha, that had no no one who stepped up. And Devin Singletary did his thing for a couple of games. Zach Moss will come in and do his thing. But if if James Cook could come in and show that he can be effective both the run and pass, I think that just minimizes their need to have Devin Singletary and Zach Moss in the backfield. And Buffalo doesn't strike me as an offense. I could be wrong, but they don't strike me as an offense that would want to have. The, the three running back by committee system. If one running back wants to come and take the lead and be the feature back in that offense and allow Josh Allen to have just if something solid behind him, pause, but have something solid behind him, then I think, you know, I think they would, they would rather go and Get do something that. Solid behind him, huh? I got you. <laughs> we got you. We hear you loud and clear. No, 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 listen, listen, uh, that, that came out wrong, but y'all know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Did it come out wrong? <laughs> yeah. That's all sorts of pauses. Dude, but hey, it's a whole lot of pauses. But yeah, I'm with you. There, I start, I think, I didn't start I week one. I'm with you. Of all the teams that start week one hot, I definitely didn't start week one hot with that one. That was not good. Sorry, uh, you didn't get a training camp. It's your I'm this on, is a warm on your head. Shaking I'm on your head with that one. I'm on your head with that one. I need something real firm and sturdy behind me, and it, it came out wrong. Like I'm on your head, Jake, bro. Jake, Jake, please change the subject, but please, yeah, <laughs> please so. <laughs> we heard the rookie of the year, and I heard you. You were you were high on the Ravens. Super Bowl pick this year. Who do you got? Yeah. So, and and let me give you Kyle Hamilton as the defensive rookie of the year. So James mm-hmm. Cook as 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 the the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. He, I mean, he is he is as good as advertised. Uh, I think he will have a tremendous impact on that defense in the secondary. Um, but who do I have going to the Super Bowl? I, I'm just – I've rode the wave of saying Baltimore last year. I'm going to double down on it and say Baltimore makes it in from – and which would be interesting because you would have an AFC North team going to the Super Bowl twice in a row. Um which wouldn't be a mind blow. I mean, Kansas City went twice in a row. Um, and then uh, who do I have as as the winner? I think Green Bay goes back to the Super Bowl as well. And wow. honestly speaking, if I had to choose between the two today, I, I if, if Baltimore makes it that far, I think they win it. All right, Baltimore over Green Bay. I, that's a... I haven't heard many Green Bay predictions. That's a that's a sharp take. I've and it's I've heard people talk highly of the Ravens. I've heard people. 
be confident about the Ravens, but they've always stopped just short of where LeVar just went. Yeah. And I can tell, I can tell they've wanted to go there, but they, they don't have thought that like they could get I to that. The Rams line. beating Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Oh, there you go. You got you you got one. You got one with Matt. They could definitely do it. I mean, they've got the talent to do it. They've well, got the experience to do it. And LeVar said it to start. A snake-bitten team last year. We talked about it. You lose your top three running backs before the season even starts. And now, and, and, and now, you know, Le'Veon Bell is your starting running back week one. You got, like, oh. that's just no one. And then Lamar goes down. Marcus Peters goes down. You have all these injuries all over. By far, the most injury-ridden team in the NFL, especially when it comes to players that matter. Put all those people on the field last year. And what does Baltimore do? And it's not like Baltimore imploded last year. They lost a bunch of games because they missed two-point conversions. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're a couple games away from still being a playoff team, even with Lamar missing games, even with all these people missing games. We talked about J.K. Dobbins a couple of times about how I'm looking for him to have a comeback season. I really like J.K. Dobbins. So if they can figure it out in the passing game, that's the biggest question mark they still have. But a lot of people like what Devin Duvernay is going to do. Like this – I, I, Big Gus, too. Big Gus, that back there too. Like, let's let's see what what the Ravens can do. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be remembering this one, man. I'm gonna be remembering this one because I am confident on the Ravens. I'm not sure how far they can go in terms of a championship, but you 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 speak a lot into existence there, Lamar. You speak uh-huh. a lot. We'll Speaking see. Of, like I said, I'm doubling down on them. I like I like to double down, man. Always double down. Speaking of speaking things into existence. We're going to move to our final segment of the podcast. We always do this with the guests, and it's always a good one. Our favorite segment called Speaking Facts. So, LeVar, to set the scene, we've pulled some quotes out there from the sports world. Some crazy, some not so crazy, but it's up for you to decide. We're going to ask you, is this person speaking facts or are they not speaking facts? So, the first one is, is really a graphic posted by NFL Game Day, but it's, it's of Michael Irvin saying that he believes that Kirk Cousins is going to win MVP. Now, I see where he's coming from. So you can – Jake's like, no. So so you can either answer straight up, do you think Kirk Cousins is going to win MVP, or do you think he's speaking facts that Kirk Cousins is just going to go out and have himself a really good season? But is Michael Irvin speaking facts? That's not facts. This <laughs> is <laughs> straight up. <laughs> just just That's straight up. Facts. That's not facts. That's not yeah. fact. That's that's a very flimsy opinion. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kirk Cousins will win an offensive, NFC Offensive Player of the Week award this year. One time. One time. One time. One time. Why when they play the Lions? And it won't, and it won't be week one. It won't be week one. And it won't be week one against the Packers. And it won't sure. be week one. Yeah. Do you see where Irv's coming from? Like, can you, can no. you formulate? No, he's just going off no. the cuff. It's like when he was sweating on first take with Stephen A. It's probably like one of them. I think he's good. Comments. I think I think he's good. I think he's above. He's above the the average line. I mean, I even give him. I even give him. You know. Low end, low end franchise quarterback. Mm. I give him franchise. I put franchise on his name, but MVP franchise no. tag, franchise tag quarterback. Because that's what Washington did twice. I give him franchise. Yeah. To me, Kirk Cousins is the line. Like he is, he is the, the line. average line. He's I the agree. line. If you're if you're better than Kirk Cousins, you're a good quarterback. If you're if you're worse than Kirk, Kirk Cousins, then you know. You might be looking for a job in a couple of years. But Kirk Cousins, to me, is the line of starting NFL quarterback, average NFL quarterback. I mean, let's – Mike is not speaking facts. That's the that's the bottom line of this conversation. Sure. He's not for speaking sure. facts. If we were to – let's go into fantasy land for a second. Love it. What would have to happen for Kirk Cousins to be the MVP? They have to win the division? They have to be the number one team in the conference? You're saying the Vikings yeah. have no chance of doing that. I'm not saying I agree with Michael Irvin. But do they yes. have a chance? Body switch with Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. Be- no, because they have, a they have a chance of finishing top of the division. They have a chance for that. 100%. Two, yeah. One or two. They have a chance but, for that. But if that happens, do you do you see it being because of Kirk Cousins? Because not only do they have to finish that, he's got to be the driver of that. Like, he's got to be the, the, the main reason that that goes out and happens. I, I, I 
just don't see Kirk Cousins willing the Vikings to that kind of finish. The only league MVP that's coming out of the NFC North would be Aaron Rodgers. Case closed. Let's move on. The only one. <laughs> only one. The, the only one. We can only move one. on. The only one. Well, we're going to college, man. Back to your old stopping grounds and Penn State because James Franklin had something that we need to address. He said unequivocally, we can win a championship this year. After that week, after that week one win against Purdue, a great game to set up the season. Is James Franklin speaking facts and your alma mater go and get themselves one? Uh, I mean, I think that that is a pretty, pretty doggone good question because I, I find, I find Penn State to be kind of the. The answer is no. I don't think they're a championship caliber team this year. Not just yet. Not just yet, but with that being said, I, I I can see I can see why he would have that that line of thought. I, I really can, and I'm not saying that because that's my alma mater and I'm a fan of James Franklin. I'm saying that because they really have. If you look at their recruiting classes over the last three four years, they have done an excellent job of bringing in top talent. So while I'll say I don't think they're a championship team this year, I do think that they are the closest. I believe they are the closest to being able to knock Ohio State off in the Big Ten out of any other team in the Ten. And that's saying something. That is saying something. Yeah. Well, that, remember, Michigan's the defending champs. Technically, yeah. Ones yeah, but it's, it's Ohio State. It's it's not Michigan. That was an aberration. Is that what they call it? An aberration like that? That'd be correct. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that that was <laughs> that was a, that was a one year deal. You know, yeah, it's Ohio State. All right, that was that's great. I love the I love the double down on everything. Like I love I love Levar's about it, man. If he if he feels it, he gonna double down, and I like it. Let's see if he comes to his man's defense on this one because we got a familiar face on speaking facts. Your guy, my guy, the network's guy, Mr. TJ Hushmanzada, Uh-oh. a few months ago, had this to say about the Falcons' new draft pick, Drake London. He said he's going to be one of the best receivers in the league in, in four years, maybe three, if he gets the right team and the right quarterback. So the team is the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, the quarterback is. right now is Marcus Mariota. In three to four years, is TJ speaking facts, man? Like, is is Drake London going to be one of the best in the game in a couple of seasons? Best in the game. No. Mm. I would not mm. give him best in the game in the next few years. It's possible. I I know he's a pretty good he's, – He's. I mean, you know, he had a great, great career out, out of USC. But uh, I just – I'll tell you this, TJ trains. So let me give y'all the caveat here, right? TJ trains a lot of these guys. He trains the quarterback, right. trains with the quarterbacks, he trains the receivers. He has very, very intimate knowledge of how some of these guys look. Like he called money on um, on Chase uh, Claypool. He called. He called money on the kid uh, Chase, Jamar Chase, and Cincy. Mm-hmm. He called money on on Herbert. I, I mean, 
he's been pretty good at prognosticating who will good word who will good word move out. But I don't, I don't, I don't know that. Uh, I mean, he's a big body. He is a big body mm. receiver. He's got great size. You know, you got the guy. I mean, is he going to even be better than Pitts on that team? You know what I mean? Like we'll Pitts is to to me, he's the guy. You know what I mean? But I, I think I think that that's going to be a nice one-two punch that develops. But right now, today, you got Marcus Mariota throwing the ball right. to him. Right. Sorry, yeah, I got to tap out on that one right there. Until they get, a, until I know who their quarterback is going to be of the future, I don't care how good you are. The pros is really about when you go to the right organization. You go to the right organization, you got an opportunity to have success in the league. You go to the wrong one, you'll have a. a, a if you're were a great college player or had great great uh, you know resume or great DNA, you'll have a pretty good career. You might even have a, a Hall of Fame career, but you'll be no different than a Calvin Johnson, you know, and you, you'll be no different than an Andre Johnson. It's just, it's, it's hard to have success at that high of a level to be considered the best in the game. Like name me a best receiver in the game right now. That's on a shitty team. Like name me one. Uh, no, not not on a bad team. Receiver. Like like Justin Jefferson. I mean, you want to like say Jefferson? I was about to say. I, we could say like, Jefferson. They're the worst team in the bunch. Not, but they don't. But, but they, not they're team. not horrible team. Yeah, they're not horrible. Yeah. Right. That's not a bad they're team. That's not a bad team. And you and might they all, be able and to Kirk throw. Cousins, you might be able to throw another it, name or so out there, but Kirk Cousins can throw the ball. Right. Right. Maybe. And and last year you could have said like AJ Brown, but I don't know if AJ Brown would have been in the, Allen in the Robinson top. When he was good. Uh, AJ Brown. Right, but I'm Allen talking about Robinson the top. Is, I'm talking about the top. Yeah, receiver. Allen Robinson. I'm talking about the dope. top receivers. And Penn Stater, by the way. Um, but <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But I mean, Allen Robinson isn't top five. He's not top right. five. Mm-mm. No, he's not top. And, five. and that's where TJ and and that's where TJ is projecting Drake One. He said one of the best in the game. To me, that's one of the best in the game doesn't fall below five six. I don't want to create. I don't want to create. I don't know what one of the best means to him. If that's top ten, wide receivers are stacked right now. There's so many really, really, really good. There's some really good receivers. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say if one of the best means top five. But you gotta have a really good quarterback. (laughs) Let's start there. If you you don't have a good quarterback, it's not gonna work. And right now. I am not a buyer of, of Marcus Mariota. And that's why TJ's not speaking fast because the, the second part of his quote was if he goes to a good team with the right quarterback. The team he went to was the Falcons. The quarterback he got was Marcus Mariota. That's what you so got. So if that's what's, if that's that's what's what incumbent got. on you being one of the best, it's, it's – If it's I would have went to Pittsburgh Steelers, I would have been a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Talk to him. Horseshoes and, and horseshoes and hand grenades. That's hand only, grenades. That's yes, it. Sir. That's the only time almost matters. Yeah. That's time. That's, speaking of almost, we're almost out of this time. We're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. It was a great one, man. We kicked off season three with a bang. Our guy, LeVar Arrington, join us. But as always, we can get some shots up at the buzzer. LeVar, you got anything to say at the buzzer, man? Tell the people. 
Well, I mean, just make sure you go to where it is that you download your podcast. Make sure you subscribe mm-hmm. to Up On Game and Up On Game awesome. Presents. Obviously, Up On Game Presents has a plethora of amazing personalities and and content creators, um, podcasters. One of those shows being the one that I'm on currently right now, Straight Facts Podcast. Dope, super dope. One of the first shows that that I went after and wanted to sign um, when we started the network. So I'm just happy to be on the show with you guys. I, I like your guys. I love your guys' work and and have been a, a, a huge supporter of what you guys are doing. So, yeah, just make sure you check out the, the shows. We got some amazing shows. We got, you know, contact sport shows, you know, like fight game shows with Rhett Butler. We got women in sports with Tommy Vincent, who is the wife of Troy Vincent. Um, if you know his name, he's he's one of the high-ranking uh, corporate Eagle officials great. in the National Football League. You know, a Philadelphia Eagle great. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we – <laughs> We we have we we have uh, the Bat Boy Billy the Bat Boy for baseball for your baseball fix. Yeah. Um, we got we got my man Adam for with uh with with uh what are those What's with, with feet? sneaker feet? sneaker culture stuff like that. So we got we 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 got a lot. We have a slew of talent in in Up on Game presents, and I just hope people continue to support. Uh, and continue to learn more about what we're bringing to the table because we're trying to bring super innovative, super exciting, and and entertaining uh, content to the table. You ain't tell them get on the wave, OG. Tell them get on the wave because it's 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 coming. Like wait, like this network is booming. He named all the personalities. He named all the podcasts, and you know who's at the forefront of it. So just if if if. If we weren't enough, we've been telling saying this for the past year. If you guys are not gonna listen to us to subscribe to Up on Game, maybe you'll listen to Head Honcho over here, man. Maybe his maybe his voice carry a little bit more weight. I was on Instagram. I was I was loving the What Are Those episode. Adam was talking about the Kanye versus Adidas. Oh, the, yeah, the easy the easy yeah. Adidas beef. He all over it right now. He all yeah. over it right now. I, I love that content. Yeah, I eat it up. Check it out. He's a, he's a Butler too, by the way. You got Rhett Butler. You got Adam Butler. So there you go. You got two got, Butlers. We got, he got the the Butler did it. Jake, the Butler did it. The Butler did did. <laughs> I just want to say that as someone who really likes stats, as my name is Stat Matt, and. <laughs> I love analytics. 538 just came out with their 2022 quarterback ratings. And whatever their algorithm is, they, they needed to tweak it. Like, not, not – I'm sorry. They should have burned, burned it. Mm. It's oh, the wow. worst rankings I've ever seen. I can't believe they publicly released Give me 1 through 10 real quick. 1 through 10 is not going to be a bother to you. I'll just go 11's Joe Burrow, 12's Mitch Trubisky, 13's Russell Wilson. Yeah. Mm. Let, me, let me stop you at 12. Yeah. Let me stop you at 12. Yeah. Because you said Mitch Trubisky, the guy on the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky. Now, now, LeVar, that's your that's your team. If you don't got anything nice to say, you don't got to say anything at all. But Mitch Trubisky at 12 to me is crazy. I that's, don't think that's, that's, cra- I don't think that's sh- crazy. Sh- He's not shaky, bad. Shaky, baby. Shaky, Top half of the league. Not bad. Shaky, baby. Top they, half of the league, though. They, they have Gardner Minshew ahead of Derek Carr. Yeah, no, you Dude, can just throw it out. Please don't get me started with Derek Carr disrespect. Yeah, please don't get me started with Derek Carr disrespect today because we've done a lot of it. 
we've got. Uh, please don't get me started. That's interesting. So I mean, look, that that's I don't know what that's based on. I don't know if that's based on hype. I don't know if that's based on projection. All I know is I haven't seen a world where Mr. Trubisky is the twelfth best quarterback in the league in, in a long time. Ever. Huh. <laughs> ever. <laughs> he said, Jake said ever, but that in a very long time. So what, well, Matt? Matt is, is deep in the weeds right now for y'all. It's, for y'all, like, for all, we're just no, listening. It makes it all analytics look bad because you oh, these stupid analytics people don't watch football. Yeah, and like, you're the defender of that. It's this kind of crap that makes people like, – how can you – He's getting bad. He's really getting bad. Okay. No, no, he's, he's actually getting bad. We'll let him cool down. Jake, you got something to say at the buzzer? I'm just going to keep it short. Very, very excited for this opportunity coming up on the Up On Game Network. Wanted to thank you, LeVar, again for giving us this shot. We're going to have a ton of great content. If you're not subscribed, subscribe wherever you find podcasts, especially on Twitter. We're going to be retweeting some of the clips from this show. You could follow LeVar as well. You'll see his at there when we get it out there. Um, I wanted to thank you, LeVar, again for coming on the show, man. Much love, fellas. Much love. What's up? All right, I'll, I'll write it out quick, too. Guys, it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Oh, no. Does James have unrealistic social expectations? LeVar, let me set the scene real for context. One time I was in the kitchen with my mom, and I sneezed, and she didn't say bless you. And I got really mad that she didn't say bless you. We got in a whole fight. I would have been offended. I would have Thank you. you. That's why you my dog, man. That's you really my dog because thank you. You hold that principle too. She got mad at me and told me that I have unrealistic social expectations because no, every of that. Time so now every time sneezes, unless they sneeze, like I'm a chronic sneezer because I'll have an allergic mm. reaction to something or whatever, and I'll sneeze. You letting like you letting like five of them go? Yeah, no, like, like twenty. Go. I'll go like twenty, <laughs> like literally a real twenty. Once you get past like three or four bless yous, it's okay not to keep saying it. But, right, right. Uh, but I, a me, one, a singular sneeze that receives no God bless you, that means you're they don't care about you. That's that's mm. what that says to me. If I if I sneeze and I'm in full of a house full of people and I hear nothing come my way, they got to get the hell out of my house. <laughs> Including so if my kids don't say God bless you when I sneeze, they gotta go. If I don't say Amen. God bless you to them, they got it. I got to go. We got to go. Everybody's got to go. Everybody's I've, gotta I've go. never been. This is like top five happiest moments of my life right now. Every the, my whole way of thinking has been validated because they don't always be. They don't always be on my side. Like they they they, they defend me, but then they admit right. that I have unrealistic social. Now, okay, well let's hear the latest iteration. I almost thought. I almost thought you Okay, here's 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 what happened to me today at Wawa. A lot of a lot of bad social cues. Happened at Wawa, so I'm 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 pulling into the gas. It's 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 packed at the gas station. The pump. Everybody got to get gas every day now. So I'm pulling into the pump, right? And all of them's taken. So I sit behind somebody, just you know, wait my turn. And they, the car is on. I can see that the foot's on the brake on their headlights. So I'm waiting for them to turn their car off and, and and go and pump their gas. I I kid you not. I'm waiting at this gas pump for like ten. Close to 15 minutes. Like, I, why I didn't move, I don't know. And you know what happens? No one ever gets out the car to go pump gas. Someone comes in, for, comes out of Wawa with their food, gets in the passenger seat, and then they peel off and go. So, I don't know if they got gas before I got there, but I'm pretty sure they did because I'm pretty sure I watched mm. them go in. So, and I, bro, that got me fuming mad. I was late to work and all that. So, like, was, was, and why am I unrealistic for that? 
Like, am I unrealistic for getting mad that you took up the whole time and you weren't even pumping gas? Were, were no other pumps open? No, no. That's why I was sitting uh, by them. Yeah, I would be upset. I'd be upset. Should I be this upset though? Because I was like, I was, was ready to like. Spaces open. I, I don't. Probably it's a wall walk. Because a lot probably. of like, I'm assuming the guy probably didn't see a parking space open. No, and, no, Matt, that's not what okay. it was. You're giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not doing that. I just think because in the Wawa, you pull in and it, the gas station is the first things you see. And I just think they're lazy. Like, I don't feel like going and finding a parking space. For to sure. But that's like, would you not do something along those lines? If I'm at a pump, I've gotten gas. Am I getting a tremendous amount of gas? No. But if I go to a pump, gas gas fuel is going into my gas tank. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. The only situation where that's okay is if there's a bathroom emergency. No, because the, the parking space parking are closer to Wawa. No, if you don't look, if you don't have time to look for a parking spot, you just need an. Insane. I don't know why you. I don't know why you always try to find these random people's side, man. I don't know why you can't just like why. Like, no, no, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. The, the only reason I didn't go and chase them down is because I needed gas and I couldn't afford <laughs> to go on a bad chase with them because I would have ran out of gas. But trust me, man, I wanted to. But we're about to slide out of here. For this first episode of Straight Facts, it was a great one. Again, thank you to that man, LeVar Arrington, for stepping on the pod and having a great first episode with us. We cannot wait to get Plexico Burris and TJ Hushmanzada on here and fill out the whole Up On Game Presents crew. But like he said, make sure you follow Up On Game Presents wherever you get your podcasts so you can listen to this podcast and many, many more. But I'm Jimmy J. For my guys, Jake Galley and Stat Matt Robinson. These have been the facts. Straight up. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.